doing another intro. So welcome to the podcast of Good Good Talks. This is why I don't do intros is because I'm just horrible at them. But I'm super stoked about this episode because I want to give you a little context because I talk a lot about how I even got like connected with Melissa. Not a lot, but enough to where it's like, what has she been talking about in this interview? And I just wanted to give you guys some context because first of all, this is an author that I've never met who's coming out with her first book November 6th. And I want you guys to support that and celebrate that and invest in that. Um, and after listening to her, I hope that like it's intriguing and interesting enough to be like, Hey, like I really want to support her in this. But then also, um, it was just so random and so cool how it all happened. A book publishing company emailed me and they're like, Hey, found your podcast. We think it'd be like a really great, um, candidate for receiving some of our books and, um, kind of like reading them before they come out, which is something I've always wanted to do. Like how freaking cool is that? So I received Melissa's book permission granted and I'm going to be honest. And I told her this, I only read about the first four or five chapters because if you have been following me on Instagram, you know that Harry Potter has been my life the last two months and I just can't put it down. And Melissa was very sweet and understanding that I didn't have to put Harry Potter down and that before I do an interview, before she does interviews with people, I'm sorry, the people that do interviews, like host her, she's like, none of them have read my book before. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's more, I'm learning about it just as much as you guys are. And what's so fun about her book is that it's separate chapters. And so it's a connected story for sure. But at the same time, I think what I love about it is I can pick it up and read a few chapters, put it back down, and then like a week or so later, pick it back up. Like it's not this ongoing thing where you're like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this book. Like I really enjoyed it, but I have to go back and understand it. No, you don't. Like she builds upon it for sure, but it's just, I think, a really cool setup. So all throughout this interview, I'm asking her questions about book writing and um, asking her about how she came about this title of permission granted and through it it was really cool to be able to also ask her just one or two questions that went with this new season's theme of being unapologetic and so I'm excited for you guys to kind of hear what hers is her like her unapologetically blank is very similar to one of my other um whatchamacallits, interviewees, my guests, (laughs) that's going to be coming in a couple weeks. And so it's just really fun to hear kind of like the same fill-in, but just a different way of explaining it and how we're all so unique in what we're experiencing, all so unique in what we're learning and how then we can learn from each other. So let's dive in. There's some things that may not make sense at the beginning. Um, Not that it won't make sense, but just like I cut off some of the conversation from the, from the get-go that you guys don't need to listen to of, but also like at the end, I ask questions of how I could support and like really talk about her book so that other people can hear about it. And so if you guys could do that too, that would be awesome. It comes out November 6th and, um, is in stores everywhere, like Target, Amazon, all those things. You can write all these reviews, all that jazz. So let's get to it. Here's Melissa and I's conversation. And I hope that you guys can be filled from it, get something from it, as well as then go support her and this first book that she has. So, all right, let's get chatting. 
Now this season is called Unapologetically Blank, and so I've just been having the people that I interview fill in that blank, um, and I figured as we're talking about your book, like I'm sure, I'm sure your mind would work in a way that you could, even if you didn't have the questions right offhand, that you would still be able to fill in that blank fairly quickly. Um, just because I think it would be fun to still kind of like somehow connect it to the season's focus. Um, Especially because your book is kind of, you don't necessarily say I'm unapologetically, I mean, you could later on, I haven't read it yet, but you know, like (laughs) I've definitely gotten that, like the permission granted is this like, you can be unapologetically, like no regrets, not saying sorry for who you want to be and what you want to do. Or who you are. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I just thought that was kind of crazy that it's still connected, even if it wasn't planned that way. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it does say Grand Rapids. This is where I saw it right there, right on the front of you. Cause I have my questions here for you, but there you go. Okay. How about you just tell me a little bit about yourself and then we'll get into the book. Cool. Um, okay. So I do like name and stuff, all the biographic stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, let's go. Um, I'm Melissa Kamara Wilkins. I am a mom. I have six kids. Wow. And we live in Southern. We live in Southern California. <laughs> we we homeschool, so like it's all kids all the time mm-hmm. around here. Um, except for my oldest daughter, just went away to school, so she is with one one who we are missing, and then everybody else is all oh, home. No. Um, is she in writer. Still? And my, my oh, sorry. Can you repeat that? Um, I just asked if, no, it's okay. I wasn't sure if um, it had cut out when I said it or not, but I yes. asked if um, she was in state in school. Or if she's yes, state. yes, she is. Okay. Okay. Sorry. You are a writer. Okay. <laughs> writer. Um, my first book's coming out in November. It's called Permission Granted, and it's about how I learned to give myself permission to be who I really am and how you can learn to give yourself permission to be who you really are, too. So cool. And how... How did you get into writing with this being your first book? I'm sure it's like a weird feeling of, wait, this is actually happening. This is something that you maybe wanted to do or maybe didn't even think about doing. Where do you land on that spectrum? Um, I've been a writer for years. Um, I started writing when my oldest three kids were all small and I needed something that would stay done. Yeah. Like everything (laughs) I would do things and they'd come undone like five minutes later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I need something in my life that I can do. And it just like, it stays there. It Mm -hmm. stays where I put it. Um, so I started writing blogging and um, writing for other outlets because you could push publish and like you come back an hour later, it's still there. Like no one has taken it all apart and (laughs) It's it's still right there. Yeah, totally. Um, so I've been doing that for years and, and years now. Um, and books are always have always been like my first love and where I was hoping to end up. Mm-hmm. Um, and the past couple of years, it all kind of came together. All the different things that I had been writing about and talking about online kind of all came together in this one message, this one idea that turned into this book. Okay. This so book. it wasn't something that you necessarily were like, I'm going to write this book that's about this. It just kind of all came together it all it did all came together I had been doing a lot of writing about um some of the like simple living minimalism space and some family and parenting stuff and some spirituality stuff and this one for me is a lot about how I simplified my inner life mm-hmm. right how I addressed some of that like that inner mess and clutter and mm-hmm. and all of that stuff and how that came out in all the different areas of my life so it was kind of this neat blending of like Ooh, all these ideas that I've been exploring in all these different places all kind of come together in this one piece. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's awesome. So I guess when did you, cause I've, I've looked at writing books cause I'm, I was a blogger first and then started my podcast. And, um, mm-hmm. I think everybody's had their kind of touch and go with blogging just because that's been a thing. I feel like the last 10 years, um, yep. become a big thing, but I mean, it just is so looking at publishing a book and diving in and actually writing one is seems to be a whole lot of work. So was it as hard as it seems and um, or did it just because you had written for so long and felt like everything was kind of coming together? Did it seem more like a natural, easy kind of thing? Um, so kind of both, but not easy. Okay. <laughs> Did the six kids make it difficult? (laughs) The whole process, like from from contract to the book being on the shelf, is like a two year process. Okay. So there's, um, you know, the initial. uh, Well, we sold the book on proposal, so I had I'd written a proposal, like here's what I'm going to write, what each chapter will be, Um, and so we kind of my editor came in and talked about some of that with me before I um, finished all the actual writing, Mm -hmm. and then there's the, the writing part, and then just rounds and rounds of edits. There's the content edits and then copy edits and then proofreading and more proofreading. Um, so just, you know, going over it and over it and like, Oh, I think we need to add a chapter about this. Or I think this one isn't quite working or, you know, all that stuff. So the writing part to me is, um, like deeply fulfilling, like so much fun Mm -hmm. and really, really hard work, but like really, really fun. Mm -hmm. And then you keep coming back and back and back and back and until I'm like, I've read this like 1 million times and yeah. I can't quite tell if it's written in English anymore. Yeah, like, exactly. I <laughs> but oh my gosh, not yes. totally sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's, then, hey, we know it's written in English because there's been a lot of people that have already gotten it and you've already had a lot of interviews. I think you're good. I've read it like yeah. some parts of it, so <laughs> I understood. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, and now it's out in the world and all these people have it. Yeah. And it's such a switch from like, it was just me uh-huh. in my little office for two years, just yeah. like me going over the words again and again and again and then suddenly it's out in public and yeah. anybody can read it and it's it's a very different like weird switch <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely so how did that I mean I know you said you did writing as your full-time job and then homeschooling I mean I'm a teacher so I know what teaching is like but um I know it's totally different with kids and then with your own kids I mean and then um doing another job on the side. I just feel like mom, momming and schooling at once is like, I don't know if I could do any more. <laughs> so how did you do that? How did you juggle all that? <laughs> did you? <laughs> that is like, well, that is all the things. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all the things that happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are kids and there's family and there's book and like, there's not other stuff. It's not like I'm also going ballroom dancing. That's, yeah. You know, it's just this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but a lot of it is about how do we, um, build our lives to incorporate all the things that matter. Mm-hmm. So how do I do the things that matter to me alongside the things that matter to my kids? Um, and that's something I've always, it's always negotiation, right? We're always recalibrating that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also something I've always practiced and tried to do from the time they were all very, like when I had just one or two, yeah. it was like, okay, how do I um, keep bringing in the things that really matter to me alongside the things that matter to them? And mm-hmm. can I write, right next to them while they're doing something or, you know, while they're taking a nap or like, how do we negotiate it so that everybody's getting their needs met at the same mm-hmm. time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not all going to be perfect or, you know, you're going to, oh, no. a lot of trial and error for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never, never perfect. And then, you know, but so we've been doing that for a long time now. So by the time it was like, okay, I need to do this 
I'm in this big thing. Yeah. So really, you know, I had to be able to get my brain into it for long chunks of time. Yeah. So it wasn't the kind of thing I could do. Like, I'll do this while it's everyone else's quiet time or whatever. Mm-hmm. I did really need big chunks of time. So by the time we got to this point, um, I built our days so that we had a couple of days of childcare in the week. So somebody else would come in and gotcha. hang with the kids and help them, you know, through their activities and stuff so that I had that longer period of time to write. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of both. It's kind of that like negotiating and mm-hmm. figuring it out and like one step at a time. And then also conceding like, okay, this big project is really going to need big brain space. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's so much space. I mean, like I think today we were at school for hours working on different things like student IEPs and things. And you just have to, you have to just sit down and just nail it out. Like you can't just do it in little chunks. So I, yeah. feel, I feel like that's the same way with writing a book. You can't just do it in little bit, bitty chunks. Okay. So let's just get started on talking about what your book is about. So the first question that I love that you have these questions sent out because it just, I'm, I feel like I can start with them and then just pick apart different things and ask you. Um, Absolutely. so I know, you know, these probably by heart, which is great, but, um, I'm going to still change it a little bit for you. So the first one is how is life simpler when you let go of expectations and show up as your real gloriously imperfect self? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, I used to spend a lot of energy um, trying to show up in the way I thought people expected me to, mm-hmm. right? Trying to be the person I thought that you expected me to be and like know the right answers and look the right way and all those things about who I, I was supposed to be in the world. <clears throat> but for me, the truth was I wasn't that person, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I could see all the things I was supposed to do yeah, and I couldn't, I couldn't really do it. Um, you know, I had big feelings and couldn't show up as low maintenance or, yeah. you know, I had lots of kids and couldn't show up as like quiet and not taking up space. <laughs> um, so like I, I wasn't doing it. So I thought I had to pretend because everybody else seemed to really have it all together. And I knew I didn't. So I was like, okay, I guess the thing I have to do is, is fake it until I can. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. put up that front. Um, and I trapped, ultimately you can either spend your energy trying to be that person that other people want you to be, mm-hmm. or you can spend your energy being who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to give up on that ultimately that like, I can't actually maintain that outside shell and still show up for myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, when you're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to peel off these outside layers. I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to be who I really am it's hard and it's scary because you don't know how other people are going to respond to that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people don't love that. Sometimes the people in your life um, had been relating to you as that person yeah. who had it all fake together. Um, and when you say, you know what, I can't do that anymore. This is who I really am. Sometimes that's not the person they were wanting to be in a relationship with. So mm-hmm. it, it really is a hard, scary thing. Um, but once you are able to, show up as your real self. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to bring this self with me everywhere I go. Mm -hmm. This is the only self that's showing up. It's so much simpler because you don't have to keep track of what everybody else is doing. You don't have to know what other people want you to do or expect you to do. Like, this is just the self you are. You're Mm going to bring the self with you everywhere. And everyone in your life eventually comes to understand, like, Mm -hmm. this is who it is. This is who's who I'm going to be interacting with. This is conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is so much simpler. Once you can be that self everywhere without having to pretend or, you know, put on the different masks in different places, mm-hmm. 
everything gets a little bit simpler. Well, I just think it's so relatable for everyone to feel that and think that everyone else is doing it perfectly and everyone else is, you know, following that they're crossing their T's and dotting their I's kind of thing. And, um, we just don't realize how much energy we're putting into not being who we were created to be. And until, I mean, it's, I think it takes about the same amount of energy, maybe a little bit more to stop that and to actually lean in and question, um, ourselves and push into, the hard things, the hard questions, but then on the other side of it, it's so much more worth it. And, um, and as you can see, like, it's, it's, it's the way we were created to live is who we were created to be. So obviously it's going to get a little bit easier. It doesn't mean it's always going to be easier, but it's going to be, uh, you're going to be naturally yourself, <laughs> Like, it, but it takes relearning that when you haven't been that way for so long. So I think that you, though, all around touching on that at the beginning of the book was, perfect because that's so relatable to everyone, whether, whatever, whether they're a mom or like you, or whether I'm 20 as a 25 year old, like I am or a college student or whatever. I think that we, I don't think you really figure out. I mean, unless some girls or boys are like so incredibly mature and (laughs) know exactly what's going on at the age of 16. I don't think we really know anything until out of college when we think we knew everything. (laughs) Then we graduate and think, wait a second. What I am I just doing? like, I think we're forever relearning. You know, oh, we're absolutely. Figuring absolutely. out who we are and like the same lessons keep coming back around to me. And I'm like, didn't I already learn this? I know. Yes. But yes. Apparently not. I know. Or it's like, okay, well, I thought I learned that. I did. But now this is like a new side of it. It's like a dice yeah. that you're like flipping and it's all one thing, but you're learning all six sides all or whatever All the different it faces of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good Exactly. Um, I'm going to close my door really fast because my roommate will probably get home like right now. Of course. Um, okay. So then that leads to the second question of with the title of the book being permission granted. Mm -hmm. I love that every chapter is kind of its own permission granted for this permission granted for that. Mm -hmm. How did you come up with that? Like where did those words kind of come from? Um, and what made it stick for you? Yeah. So for me, the whole book is about how I learned to give myself permission to be who I really am and how that showed up in all these different areas of my life. And so I hope that each chapter is inviting you as you're reading it um, to to really give yourself permission in each of those different places too. Mm-hmm. I hope that people as they're reading it are feeling really seen, um, that even though we each are struggling with different like very specific circumstances mm-hmm. underneath, it's really all the same thing. Yeah. Um, and so I hope that in, as we're going through each of those chapters, um, that you're feeling that, you know, permission to know who you really are, um, permission to belong to yourself, permission mm-hmm. to not eat, not meet expectations, mm-hmm. um, permission to drop the ball, like to just yeah. not have it all together. Yeah. So I hope that as, um, as I get to share my stories, that you see yourselves in them as you're reading and, um, and start to feel that same kind of permission. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're kind of telling yourself that daily now that it's, even if it's been something that you've written the book, you've finished, but you're continually learning and reminding yourself of, no, I do need to grant myself permission in this, or I need to walk in this way. Not because you wrote about it, but because writing about it then brought it to your attention kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> writing about it's kind of the, um, like, therapy for free that takes a long, long, long time. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
you get to work through all your stuff again and again and again. Um, and yes, like I absolutely do have to remind myself, nope, you do have permission to show up as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have permission to be yourself on this podcast. You have permission mm-hmm. to be yourself as you got into the world today um, or as you're talking with readers or whatever the thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, I have permission to be who I am. And the thing is, as we step into new spaces, it's so tempting every time to put on that mask yeah. of, you know, oh no, I'm, I have it all together. You haven't met me yet. So you don't know mm-hmm. that I totally don't have it all together. And I have to actively remind myself that, nope, I can be who I really am here. Tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, say what's really on my mind. Um, and for me, so <laughs> one of the signs that I notice is super cheerfulness, right? If I'm like unrelentingly cheerful, yeah, that's a sign to me that, you know what, maybe I am not quite showing up how I mean to show up here. Yeah. Yeah. If I go into the new space and it's like, everything's, everything's great. Everything's <laughs> happy. I'm, I'm terrific. How was your week? Yeah. Um, that maybe I need to dig a little deeper and choose another way of showing up. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I'm someone I can go from one side of the spectrum to the other where mm-hmm. I can be, no, I know I'm not perfect. I know I do things wrong, but I kind of focus too much on what I'm doing incorrectly and how I'm missing it and all of those things. And I have to remind myself, no, wait a second. All right. Like you can meet in the middle. Like we know you're not gonna be perfect, but you also don't need to always sit on this. You're not perfect you know, you're never going to get anything right because that's not a good place to be either. Like you have to find that balance. And I feel like that's a daily thing. Balance is just a daily word that I have to use in my life of like, no, like I'm great, but I'm also sad or, you know, this is wonderful, but also really hard. And, um, and I think it's a space to difficult space to find. So I feel like your book is kind of opening that up of, um, talking about those different places. So I really like that. Oh, I love that. My friend, um, Jessica, who I write about in the book, mm-hmm. um, a couple of times, um, she says this thing that I love about, you know, that same kind of, um, how do you meet in the middle? She says when something comes up that she can't do, she says, I have other gifts. Or for <laughs> me, like when I'm like, I can't do that. I don't, whatever. She just goes, it's oh, okay. You have other gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like that helpful, um, naming that fact that like, you are not just the list of things that you can't do. Yeah. That you have the other side too. And you don't need to expect yourself to be all this or all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's totally okay to say, I do have some gifts. Like, Hey, here are some of my gifts. These things yeah. are true right alongside these other things being true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, it's so easy. Kind of like you're saying the, the little saying you'd say, I'm the worst. I feel like that's mm-hmm. <laughs> jokingly something that people my age say, and it's kind of the if you, like you were saying, like you make a mistake, you're like, oh, I'm the worst. You don't realize it, but it's just the, and my mind is very, I have like inner critic, like very much just don't realize how much I'm thinking and kind of talking down on myself, but you just don't realize how strong and powerful words are. And so even if you're speaking that out loud and saying, I'm the worst at this, or think you're joking, the more you say it, the more you're going to believe it. And so flip it to the other side of if, if, if you say I am loved or I am worthy or I can do this, like the more you say it, the more you're going to believe it, but you just don't realize the impact it's making on you until you get to a point where you're like, wait a second, I do believe that I am the worst person. Like, how did I get to this? And that's where writing as your counseling or real counseling as my counseling pulls out those things and you're like, wait a second, that's not truth. Like, where did that come from? Um, yeah. you just don't even, don't even realize it until 
I feel like it's, you know, it's not too late, but it feels like it's almost too late because you have to do all this like backtracking. It's so ingrained. Yeah. I think we all have that in in one way or another, whether it's that specific phrase or something else that Mm -hmm. we don't even hear ourselves saying. Oh yeah. Um, It takes so much work to, to rewrite it. And um, for me, one of the things that's been really helpful in learning to rewrite that is the word yet. Mm. Um, Cause when I hear myself saying like, Oh, can't do it. Oh, mess it up again. Mm. Um, I can think I can't do it yet. Yeah. Right. Like I, I didn't do that how I wanted to. I didn't show up how I wanted to yet. I mm. still can't, I can still get there. Cause where I am right now is not where I'm going to be forever. Mm. And I always have the option of paying attention and being like, okay, you know what? This is what happened today. And tomorrow is going to be something else. Yeah. No, I love that. That's the, actually, we have that on um, one of our, like, what is it called? Bulletin boards out in one of our hallways in my school of, yes, like, so perseverance good. and, like, saying I can't do it yet. Um, I I won't be able to do this yet. It's actually, like, the, the negative thing plus the word yet means, yep. I don't know. So that's cool to hear it. I've read it so many times, but to have someone else say it's pretty cool. So... Okay, so within all of that, whether I think, and this is cool, this the last question that's on your little like list of questions is actually one of the questions I ask for unapologetically blank. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think you have a blank to fill in there after our conversation, or did you think of something like right when I told you about it? Um, I hope that I'm being unapologetically who I really am. Okay. I, that, that is my goal is yeah. that I'm bringing that into every situation. This is who I really am. Um, and you know, the thing is you can't connect with other people when you're showing up as somebody else, mm-hmm. right? If it's a shell, if it's a, you know, false, a false friend, all those masks and things we put on to feel like this is what we need to fit in. Mm-hmm. Keep us from really creating belonging with each other. Mm-hmm. Cause I can't connect to you if I can't see you, right? If I don't understand you, if I don't know what you're really about, how can I really have that like deep soul connection with Mm -hmm. you? Um, So I hope that I am bringing my, my whole self who I really am Mm -hmm. unapologetically into every circumstance. And it is, it does have to be unapologetically because the thing is not everybody's going to connect with you. Not everybody's going to, gonna like you yeah um, not everyone's gonna be your best friend I, I struggle with that of like I want to be best friends with everybody and I don't understand why no one not everybody wants to be best friends with me <laughs> it's very confusing, <laughs> so confusing. Um, because, because we're delightful yes exactly <laughs> I'm giving you everything it just makes sense if you give it back I don't understand why we're not meeting in the middle here <laughs> <laughs> no I love that unapologetically being who you are and I think what's so cool about your book and these questions and then my podcast and the questions I ask is the last one is usually the last question is usually like, okay, well, how would you encourage or uplift or say, or it's like, um, what would you tell your blank self? So you don't have to say how old you are, but like, you're like, let's say maybe 25 year old (laughs) self, like how old I am or 18 year old self that is maybe not even realizing they're walking through trying to learn who they are. Um, but like what, advice would you give them? And then connecting that to one of your questions, like how can she give permission to be herself and let go of the rest? Like, what is that encompassing? I hope those 8,000 questions within one make sense. (laughs) Totally. Um, I think I'm going to answer this story. So um, there was a time, and actually you've read about this one, so you know, but there's a time that I was in a deep depression Mm -hmm. and um, I seeing a therapist and a psychiatrist and trying to get all the help in all the ways. Yeah. Um, 
and I didn't, I didn't even have the energy to make that happen for myself. Um, I like someone else had to find the psychiatrist for me. My husband had to make the appointment and like drop me in the chair, mm-hmm. um, to make that happen. But before I would go out the door, I would still, um, like get dressed, brush my hair, get my mm-hmm. makeup done so that I looked, you know, more or less, let's say, you know, quote unquote normal, right? Yeah. Like I yeah. looked, I looked like you look when you go out into the world. Yeah. Um, and after a few visits like this, the psychiatrist said to me, um, you know, I don't care if you show up here in your pajamas. Like it's, it's fine if yeah. you want to show up in your pajamas. Yeah. And I was like, that's cute. Yeah. Like wh- whatever. Yeah. Um, that's <laughs> so irrelevant to me. Like that's, uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> um, and she said, you know, you're working so hard to look like you're okay. That you don't have any energy left to get better. Mm. And that's what I would tell myself is that you don't have to spend your energy looking like you're okay for everybody else. Mm-hmm. It is okay to spend your energy on figuring out who you are and being that person and mm-hmm. helping that person to be whole and well um, and present in your mm-hmm. own life. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's that time is so worth it. It's so worth it. And it's absolutely the time and the energy. And I think it may not be, well, maybe time and energy can walk hand in hand and that where it can seem like, you know, we all joke about, well, not joke about, but I feel like it's like a big thing now, like self-care, like take care of yourself and all of these things. But I don't really feel like it's necessarily talked about of the whole entire purpose of doing that and what that looks like, where it is so incredibly important. Yes, to set us on the time, but then also within that time to then put forth energy to taking care of yourself because we talk about how it's important, but then we don't talk about, like, I feel like it's a, we talk about the beginning, but then we don't, and then we're like, oh, that was so great. But we don't talk about the middle. We don't talk about like the mm-hmm. actual walk in like hurt and frustration and confusion and the, the things you have to walk through in order, the energy that you're giving. Right. Um, and how, because that's where people usually stop is like, okay, well I'll do this. And then they run into the, oh wait, this is actually going to take the energy. That's going to be a lot more than what I want to give or yeah. doesn't seem worth it. But in the end, it is so worth it. It's just, like, it's going to be hard. And hearing, it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. Like, it's just inevitable. That's what life is. Um, but putting that time and energy to it is so worth it. And I think, and I've I've walked through depression myself. And I'm, I would never want wish it on anyone else. And I never thought I'd walk through it. But I'm so grateful that I have. Because now I understand what it looks like to walk through something as hard as that. Cause on the outside, it looks like it's like, Oh, we'll just get up and go. Like, it's not that hard. <laughs> like you can do it. Just tell yourself to get up and get out of bed and you'll be fine. Um, and that's just not the case. And so walking through it has made me so much yeah. more empathetic to people that have already or are, um, because that's an energy that is just so difficult to maintain and push through. But now that I'm on the other side, I can tell you it is so much more worth it, but also it's going to be hard, you know? Absolutely. So I love, and I know I love that chapter too of, um, I mean, I'm someone that I, I, like I said, I've been to counseling probably for the last like six months. And, and so I kind of would like kind of see myself of, I would just go after work and I would be exhausted. So I'd look like I just worked a full day. So it just was Mm -hmm. funny to think of myself sitting in your spot. Um, 
but just that kind of putting myself there of like, no, I've been there. Like, I understand that. Um, so I loved, I loved that part of your book for sure. Um, thank you so much. I can't wait to read the rest of it. And, um, but I do have a question because I asked Robin, um, where can I, do you just want me to share on Instagram about your book? Is there like a review that I can send in? Um, what does that look like? We appreciate it. Oh, um, you cut it cut out for a second, so I didn't hear the beginning oh, of that. Sorry, I just said any any sharing is hugely appreciated. Okay. Um, yes, definitely. Instagram's amazing. Um, if you want to post a review on Amazon or okay, any of those kinds of things, there's Amazon, Barnes Noble, Goodreads, okay, Target. Cool. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Any any place you can buy books. Um, yeah. Super super helpful. Amazon won't let us post reviews until the book is actually released, which okay. is November fifth. Okay. Um, Goodreads will let us post them anytime. So okay, awesome. I didn't know if there was something that I had to send through, like a Google Doc that you guys sent everybody that read it, and then we filled it out, and then they put send it out for your um, publisher. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that wasn't something that I need to do beforehand. I but I don't think so. I don't think they're. I don't think they're asking you for anything in particular. Okay. Um, you are like totally welcome to send anything you want to to any, like back to Robin or to me or whatever. Yeah. But you are, there's there's no requirements at all whatsoever. Okay. Um, and we just, we would love if you would, you know, share when the book comes out or that, share the episode, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's November 5th, right? The book comes out November 5th. Wow. So that's so soon. So soon. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited. That's going to be amazing. And I'm sure it's going to feel very weird. And after two years of having that be your life, but as we learned, it's all the time and energy is worth it. So yeah. We just got the actual like book books this week. Oh my like, gosh! The, the final copies finally yeah. came in just this week. Um, so that's super exciting too. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a real, real thing. Yeah. Like it's. I had the advanced copy with the little, you know, advanced reader logo on the front. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, this is the actual one that's going to yeah. go. This on is the like this is what people are going to be holding and. Wow. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Well, so I'm so excited to be able to walk this with you and not even have met you before. So thank you for letting me be a part of it and for thank you coming so on here. Yeah, thanks. This has been great. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck with everything and can't wait to, I mean, I'm going to post about it, going to share about it, but I can't wait for it to come out for you to like have all the feels and all the things. So. Thank you so much. This has been so fun. Thanks, thanks. Melissa. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.